Welcome to the Velo Residential Operate for Profit Podcast with J.C. Castillo, where we help multifamily real estate owners just like you take control of their operations so they can stop stressing out and start making more money. Welcome to the Operate for Profit Real Estate Podcast, where we help you make more money with less stress. I'm your host, J.C. Castillo, founder and CEO of Velo Residential, and joining me as always is my co-pilot of this show, Mr. Paul Peebles, National Underwriter for Old Capital Lending. Polly, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I better be known as the problem solver because the guest on this uh, podcast today uh, will help, help, hopefully help you solve some problems. And so let's kick it off today. JC, talk, talk a little bit about the, uh, the problem that we're trying to solve in multifamily management. Well, Paul, you know, gosh, the problem that we're going to talk about today is is a really, really, uh, it's a big problem. And the problem is that for all of you multifamily owners out there, you guys have a bunch of heads in the beds, heads in the beds, Paul, you like to say heads in the beds. And I think it would be great for all you owners out there if you could actually magically know how much you could charge that person for their renewals when they're going to sign their renewal lease to, to stay with you and actually whether or not you could actually increase the rents because they're more likely to stay or go, Paul. So really what we're going to talk about today is we're going to, we're going to talk about heads in the beds, revenue that you guys can make at your properties that are typically going to be 93 to 95% occupied, and whether you should be raising those rents and how much you should be raising them by. That is the problem that we're going to talk about, Paul. This directly relates to the bottom line for increasing your profits because if you can get that revenue up, you're going to have a much more profitable property. One of the things that uh, you can find with rent optimization, and if you don't know what rent optimization is, I mean, there's a couple of companies out there that do it, a thing called LRO. Yardy uh, has this couple of systems. Yieldstar has it. And so it's almost like um, uh, an airline that makes decisions if you buy the ticket before your flight two weeks in advance or you buy the, your ticket the day that you want to take off. There's different pricing the different pricing model in that. And that kind of applies to apartments too, is what is you, what are you going to charge somebody that's moving in off the street or what do you charge somebody that actually lives in your property for a year or two and they're looking to renew their lease. And so there's a lot of good information for the people are that are coming in as brand new into your property, but not a lot of good data for people that have been living in your property should you increase rents to the market up by $100 or $200? Or maybe you'll have to decrease it by $50. Because as you know, that if you don't, you know, if you have a move out, uh, your property may be vacant for 30 days, 25 days. Now we're starting to see the vacancy come down, uh, the, the time between the last tenant and the next tenant come down a little bit uh, last for May and June, just because there's a lot more uh uh, propensity for people to rent these days and get into the, their units, but it, it's a it's a, a tale of how to you how can you maximize your income as much as possible because if you do have to turn over that that unit and you do have to you know repaint it, maybe put new appliances in on, on that property, uh, that 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 couldn't be a costly piece. 
Any words of wisdom, JC? Well, you know, I think I think what you rightly pointed out, Paul, is the real problem is that um, you know you you want to be able to maximize the revenue for uh, your your renewing residents and actually max also maximize resident retention, meaning the number of people that stay at your property. And so, the solution that uh, the gentleman that's coming on uh, to our show has created is he's created a big database. Uh, uh, software system that enables people to go out there and actually take the data from their property and intelligently decide um, how much and whether or not you should be raising uh, the rents on your renewing residence. And so we're going to be talking with a gentleman today by the name of Vidur Gupta. He is the founder and CEO of a company called Beacon. And Beacon has a big data solution that does exactly that. It tells you how much you should be charging your rents uh, you're renewing rents, and they're typically seeing, get this, they're typically seeing about 15 to $40 increase average by using their technology on renewing residents, Paul. Certainly do want to listen to this. Uh, let's tee it up. This is a conversation between Vidor and JC. Let's go to it. Well, Vidur, you know, thank you so much for for joining the show today. Uh, you know, I'm really excited uh, about the topic that we're going to talk about today. You know, Vidur, if we if we think about the the overall market, uh, the occupancy, average occupancy across the nation, I'm going to guess it's somewhere between 93 to 95 percent, which I think is pretty accurate. And and so if you think about that, a lot of people focus on putting the beds in the heads, right? So so leasing units, but we're only talking about, you know, maybe, you know, five to seven percent of your potential revenue from increasing the occupancy. But then again, if we think about the other side of the coin, you've got, you know, 93 uh, or sorry, 95 to 93 percent of beds in the heads that actually could actually also be potentially giving you more revenue. And so what we're going to talk about today and, and your technology, which is so fascinating to me, is that, you know, your technology is actually addressing the beds and the heads and how we can maximize revenue there. And that's a much bigger potential on the greater scale, if you ask me about um, how these properties can can make maximum revenue. So, so Vidur, talk a little bit about sort of that sort of uh, concept and how you guys are addressing that with your solution. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. So first off, I'm excited to be here. And to your point, JC, if you think about every rent roll, uh, of the 93 to 95% occupied properties, every time a resident leaves or a lease does not renew, a landlord loses between 25 to 40 days of rent. That's including insurance, make ready, remarketing, all that fun stuff. That's real money. And that can be saved if only the landlord knew two things which resident is likely to stay, and two, what rent to charge them to make them stay. We provide those answers to landlords using the power of big data and cutting-edge machine learning. And we do that through methods that have been deployed and made profitable by companies like Netflix and Amazon. And we use these and touch these companies every day in our own lives. We just bring that to multifamily. Okay, so <laughs> there's probably a lot of listeners out there that are actually very intrigued by by what you just said, but 
let's 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 break this down into a really simple example. Tell me, okay, so I've I've got a two hundred unit property, and give me an example of the profile of what you're looking to determine and where you're getting that data from to basically know if my resident that's up for renewal this month is more likely to stay. And also, if there's a high probability that they're likely to stay, how much I should be charging on the renewal rate? Absolutely. Thanks for that. So assume it's a 200-unit property, and for reasons of you know just uh, outlining, let me use names. Uh, so I'm going to make up a fictitious resident, John. So John lives in Unit 2201, and based on how, the amount of money that John makes, all the work orders he submitted through his tenancy, all the messages he sent to the property manager, we're able to figure out that John's an 85% likelihood to renew his lease. And that's based on John himself, but all the Johns in our data set and all the Johns that have lived in that community in the past. right? So we tell you John's 85% uh, likely to stay and John's paying up a grand of rent. Market's gone up to $1,200. So we come to you and we say, hey, you can probably bring John up to $1,100. With that $100 increase, John's probability of renewal will drop to 72%. But that ain't bad because your historic renewal has hovered around 60% anyway. Uh, And if you increase him any further, the risk goes up and the cost of losing him outweighs the benefit of the rent growth. So in the background, you have the power of cutting-edge algorithms powered by machine learning, doing all the thinking for you, uh, 250,000 lines of code, giving you a simple answer. And in that $100 bump lies most of your alpha if you multiply that 200 times. So if somebody didn't have this technology you know, in my, in, in my, from my perspective that the, the, the typical response would be to, Hey, let's move them up to market rent without really looking at their unique situation, just because we're, we're, we're basically connecting the dots of, of what, what our, you know, renewal process is, or alternatively, if we're really worried about, you know, keeping our occupancy high, we may just decide, Hey, let's keep this person at the current rent because we don't want to risk losing them. So, to me, you know, what you guys are doing is you're, you're basically using big data to uh, make that decision uh, more automated as opposed to sort of let's try and, uh, you know, give us, give us give the best guess of what we think might happen. And, and a lot of it could be influenced by whether our property is doing well or whether maybe it's not doing well at the current moment in time. And you're saying, I think what you're saying is, hey, Let's actually make this a uh, an intelligent decision based on data, and give us the data with probabilities, and say, look, you know, we've got a seventy five percent chance with the rent a rent increase of a hundred bucks that John is still going to stay. So we we recommend in this situation that you pull the trigger and raise the rents by a hundred bucks. You're absolutely right. It takes the emotion out of the decision, uh, and it does one of two things. As a landlord, you spend less time in doing the math or trying to extract the data out of your property manager's hands because they obviously see all the interaction every day. And it makes the life of the property manager easy because they can focus on customer service, really giving a bottle of wine to the resident and making them happy versus giving them a $100 bump, which obviously was not going to make them very happy. right? So you sort of uh, separate the service which a property manager or concierge should provide 
to uh, the negotiation of the pricing, which really should be done by someone centrally, someone finance savvy. If you're an apartment owner in Dallas-Fort Worth, or if you're thinking of buying in the area, and you're looking for an expert property management partner that knows exactly what it takes to get you the highest return for your investment, go to operateforprofit.com to find out how you can hire Velo Residential and start investing with confidence. I would 100% agree with you, you know, having managed uh, a lot of properties in our day that a lot of times when you give that decision and you, you put that decision on the shoulders of the on-site manager, it, it can be a real conflict of interest because on the one hand, they are working hard to make that resident happy and, and they, they themselves feel a huge burden of having to go to that same resident and saying, hey, look, we got to raise your rent, you know, by a hundred bucks or 200 bucks. And it's sort of a big conflict for them because, you know, they don't want to do it because they don't want to make the resident unhappy. And so I like the fact that you're acknowledging that this really sort of takes the weight off of the on-site staff's shoulders and really makes us more of a intelligent database solution uh, and decision point. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the other dimension to that, which I've read in one of your other podcasts, is turnover, right? Leasing teams are facing massive pressure, massive turnover. Uh, they have tons of other prop tech that they need to roll out. So I think what we find is leasing teams are insanely stretched. So of all the things they have to do, this is one less thing to do, right? Uh, so they're, not, they're usually very happy when you take this off their shoulders. Yeah. Talk a little bit about how you guys are integrating into um, existing you know, uh, property management software solutions. Absolutely. So it's a seamless process. We integrate with a couple of major property management solutions like Entrata and Yardi, where we seamlessly extract data from the system every day. And then we write back our answers on renewal probabilities and rent prices back to those systems. And, and so now once you've got that data in your, uh, your hands and you're, you're parsing and slicing and dicing that data and you're turning it into intelligent, uh, you know, uh, decision points for, uh, you know, for the property management companies or for the owners, um, talk a little bit about how the interface works with the actual onsite staff or with whoever's making the decisions on the renewals, right? How, how are they uh, seeing uh, uh, the, the information and being able to take action? Absolutely. So there is a dashboard environment where they log in and they see all renewal offers for every tenant. Uh, they can understand individual renewal probabilities, why a certain offer was a certain way if they want to. Uh, or if they don't, in a very Facebook-like, you know, approve or exclude sort of button, they can just approve a bunch of offers. And once they're happy with those offers, those offers automatically get written to Yardi or you know, the property management software. And most of these softwares have inbuilt renewal offer letter generation and stuff like that. So what we've done is created an intermediate sort of holding task for the ownership where they can put system level constraints, whether they want to play offense or defense at a property, uh, and decisioning capability and autonomy for regional managers and property managers where they're able to like drill down on individual decisions if they so want to. And once they're happy, then they can just start clicking buttons and spending minutes 
on generating offers, which are intelligent and 21st century. So I love that offense and defense thing, and I want to want to I want to go a little bit deeper into that. So you know, when you talk about offense and defense, obviously you're probably talking about, hey, are we trying to maximize revenue? Or are we trying to push rents, right? And if you think about the traditional solutions for the leasing side of the fence, you know, you're going to think, you know, LRO, and you know, you're you're going to think um, you're going to think Yieldstar. And, and so talk a little bit about, cause, because those are traditional solutions that we all know about that are on the leasing side, but t- talk a little bit about sort of, you know, maybe the history of that and sort of where you guys have gone from there and maybe what some of the traditional limitations are for that technology in terms of trying to map it into renewals, right? Thanks a lot. So, you know, both of these are fantastic solutions for the time. You know, at this point, you know, they've been in the industry for at least 10 to 15 years, depending on which one you're talking about. Uh, And if you think about their genesis, they really came out of hotel revenue management. They were retrofitted from hotel revenue management. And if you think about it, one problem that hotels do not have to answer uh, is renewables. Hotels do not have to renew leases. So that is their Achilles heel. And time and again, we found they don't solve that problem very intelligently because it is a complex problem to solve. You're estimating a market 90 days forward. You're trying to figure out individually if a person is going to stay or not, and you're trying to make them an offer that's personalized at the same time profitable. Uh, So we try and bring that to bear by working alongside these systems. So quite a few of our clients might have revenue management in place for new leasing, like you mentioned. Uh, They just use us for renewals because we tend to see $15 to $40 per door per month Uh, of higher income. Uh, And that's why we exist. You found a great apartment property in Dallas-Fort Worth. It shows a lot of promise, but it needs some work. If you're looking for an expert renovation and construction management partner to help you transform your property into a vibrant community where people want to live, go to renovateforprofit.com to find out how you can hire Velo Residential and start investing with confidence. Talk a little bit about the... uh the upside that you're seeing and, and give us an idea on sort of um, how you guys are are getting those averages and sort of, you know, where you're seeing Absolutely. the upside on this. Solution. So it depends on the community and the submarket, of course. As you can imagine, if you're a workforce housing operator, your resident base is quite sticky to begin with. Uh, they don't move around as much. There's also very little competing product that they can move to at the same price point. So in those kind of communities, you're bound to find more rent growth opportunities. We're a very resident loyal base. You know, and remember, we also like to emphasize we're being good citizens here. We're not pushing rents to you know, push our residents over the brink of affordability or anything. You're really talking $15 to $25 monthly, right? Which is, uh, but in, in that amount lies massive upside, if you think about it, for an owner. Uh, so we are finding on workforce housing, there's definitely rent growth opportunities. Uh, in lease-up markets or in more class A product, there's a retention opportunity, which have typically hovered around 46 to 47% retention. Uh, and just by dialing up retention to sort of mid-50s, 
you can add significant, you can add almost 250 to 300 basis points to your NOI through reduced vacancy loss, as I mentioned, particularly because the rent points are fairly high in those cases. Yeah, that makes sense. So, you know, if, if you, like you said, in the workforce housing where, you know, and, and we know this, right, where typically the, the average occupancies are much higher and the resident retention rates are definitely more sticky, you're really using your solution to, to optimize the renewal pricing. And that in turn, you know, with a, with a $15 to $25 adder is, is, is and, and again, we're talking about 95% of your beds in the heads. That's a huge revenue opportunity. But if you look over to the class A space where you're in lease up and where you're definitely going to have a lot more competition and, and, and uh, room for your residents to move around, you're actually using your solution to instead optimize for resident retention. And, and that in and of itself is also going to drive huge dividends. If let's say you can bring your average retention at your property from, let's say, you know, 45% to even say 50%, that's going to be you know, a, a big deal. So uh, I definitely see what you're saying in terms of the different applications. Um, you know, Vidur, talk a little bit about sort of how people out there um, can actually, you know, start to actually learn about your your product and your solution if they're hearing this episode and they're going, yeah, that's something I think we, we might be able to use at our, at, our, at our portfolio. Absolutely. So, you know, one, get in touch with us at beacon.co, uh, myself or my colleague, Brendan, uh, we're always happy to have conversations with owners, dear uh, former investors ourselves. So we completely empathize with the challenges owners face in, you know, with these cap rates. Uh, it's impossible to drive alpha in a meaningful, formulaic way. Uh, so always up for grabbing coffee, uh, talking about retention and, and solving problems. But uh, you can go to our website or, you know, you can reach out to me. Uh, that's beacon. That's B E E K I N beacon.co beacon.co. That's great. Well, Vidor, you know, listen, thank you so much for joining the, the, uh, you know, the show today. I think you've actually added quite a bit of value. There's probably a lot of light bulbs that are going off right now out there in podcast land. Um, so very, very much appreciate you joining and, uh, we appreciate you, you coming on and, and remember out there, everybody, when you learn how to optimize revenue for the beds and the heads, you're going to make a lot more money at your property and you're going to have a lot less stress. Thanks for joining. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Operate for Profit Real Estate Podcast with J.C. Castillo. If you're an apartment owner in Dallas-Fort Worth and you're looking for a property management partner that can help you make more money with less stress, go to operateforprofit.com to find out how you can hire Velo Residential. And if you like what you're hearing, be sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple iTunes.